first ever podcast, unnamed at the moment. Yeah. Uh, don't actually have a name for it. Something we started during mm. the end of COVID and it was meant to be based around music producers and stuff and we kind of stopped it. And now, yeah. now we're fucking firing back we're straight away. We're fucking, there's words that run with that. that I'll <laughs> <say. laughs> we're firing back straight away. That's a good thing. We got Tom here and we've got Blake as well. Do you guys want to yeah, start by boys. maybe telling, telling okay. yourselves about us? Oh, yeah. wait, sorry. <laughs> telling... Us about yourselves. T- t- that's the one. That's the one. Telling you boys about us. Telling you about us. Go on, Tom. Um, so yeah, I'm t- I'm Tommy B. Tom Budden. Um, been producing for a long time. The boys here know me through a few few shows that I've played up this way um, outside of Sydney. Um, yeah, I do I do house music and tech house and and, and do a bunch of other production stuff and. Um, yeah, it's um, it's been a good journey. So yeah, it's it's good to finally sit down in a podcast here and actually like <laughs> talk about stuff because like yeah, there's there's not much of this stuff going on in in, in Oz at the moment. Hey, yeah, so don't think so. A majority yeah. of it's all the same shit. Like everyone yeah. just sinking piss and talking absolute nonsense. <laughs> but today we're not sinking piss, but yeah. we are talking nonsense. Are so. we getting serious? Are we? <laughs> we're getting real serious. We're getting deep. <laughs> I'm, uh, but I'm I'm Blake. <laughs> I'll, I'll, Hey, g'day guys. G'day, g'day. g'day. Uh, I, like to, I like to write music. I've been writing music for about 13 years. 13 years. Um, yeah, so it's a long time. Started at 15 and we're doing well now. Um, finally managed to crack out of the scene recently and yeah. uh, get get to that international level. So yeah, right. I, know, I love writing music. Um, I love doing that. So that's just that's just what I do. Let's go. But by the way, yeah. this is uh, Blake 08. Blake 08. Blake 08. I actually, I was going to say your, your tags, but I didn't want to butcher them. So I just said your first names <laughs> just in case. People yeah. say Blake.08 and it just doesn't flow well. Blake 08. Blake 08. Like Blake the 808 08. drum machine. So the international scene you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Both of yeah. the boys are in the international yeah. scene a bit, aren't we? Yeah. That's cool. 100%. Like. 100%. That's 100%. awesome. How yeah, is it travelling? Like the, have you done touring yet or? Not yet. Yeah. I mean, previously I was in a project called Human Movement and yeah. that was um, that was doing pretty well. Yeah, right. Um, and we did go over to Croatia for Defected. Oh, we, yeah, did, we did bro. all that. Both that of would you? have been sick. Nah, so he, he went there with um, Human Movement, man. It's crazy. That is sick. Yeah, we made a bit of a mockery of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> we ended up climbing a, um, a, a some electrical tower and- <laughs> Getting what? in heaps of trouble and Jesus yeah. Christ. When, when we're talking about heaps of trouble, are we talking law enforcement coming in no, and no. talking in a gibberish language that you don't understand? Or? Yeah. <laughs> well, fa- <laughs> thankfully not. We would have got in a lot of trouble if if, if so. But um, yeah, essentially like the the, the we got a stern talking to, <laughs> That's okay. and then um we ended that relationship. We 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 didn't release more music after that. Yeah, but um that was an old project. Now now we now we're doing the new project, and uh, as far as international is concerned, like uh. Yeah, we got a few gigs lined up next year yeah, overseas. Sick, that'll be awesome. Albania, Albania. Albania. That's a oh, that is. God. If someone says, "Oh, like where? Like you're a DJ. Where do you want to go play?" Uh, Don't think Albania. the first thing would be yeah. Albania. That's very random. How how did that come? Uh, like, yeah, just a booking. Yeah. Uh, so Angina Deep. I'm wearing the t-shirt now, but um, essentially they just throw shows all around the world. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they pick just like hotspots of of beautiful places. Yeah. So it's in Dermy, it's like on a beach and they just, it's called Explorations and they, yeah, right. yeah they just throw awesome parties um, awesome, yearly man. and people well, travel from around the world. And Well, even Blakey, um, perfect example was Fiji, man. Dude, I was insane. Like, you know, Blakey played on the beach, 12 o'clock, bloody fireworks popping off in the background, dude. <laughs> Is that for, um, I know a couple of people that got sent over for something very similar during, yeah. um, 
Yeah, so it was your uh, paradise. Was, that's right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, nah, amazing. So Blakey and I um, hadn't originally, like we hadn't been like set up to go on the lineup, but there was a couple artists who um, couldn't make it out. And um, we took over a couple parties and man, it was just insane. Like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. BG is a pretty gnarly spot to be at. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, no, 100%. There was what, uh, I think Blake, what, like 3,000 people? Three, three and a half thousand people, yeah. all from everywhere. Like, weather good? Yeah, the weather was good. There was a couple of days where it was it shares. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, on the good days, it was it was it was really good. So generally, it rained the whole day, and then the evening times, like with the with the Injuna's Eat party, perfect example. Like it was just cl- clear skies the whole night, like just beautiful the yeah. whole time, and like yeah, no, it was, it was unbelievable. That's it's kind of like Bali, eh? like those tropical esque countries. Like it'll be pissing down during the day, and then it'll be sunny, and then pissing down. So yeah. it's, it's good that you, you got, went like, to Savaya, hey. Oh. <laughs> that was like one of the most awesome Such venues I think I've ever seen. A... Venue. Have you didn't have you heard of Surveyor? Nah, nah. Have you heard of Surveyor? Yeah. It's like this giant cube poolside bar in Bali. You just sit on a cliff. I oh my god! I saw. Um, I don't even know what I saw. <laughs> I, I, I was on mushrooms when I was there, oh, and we, I was just feeling the bass like go through my stomach. Like it was like Afro house style music, and I was just loving Loving my it. life. Absolutely yeah. loving my life. Like yeah. every, th- I went to the bathroom and just started pissing myself laughing because they had like. Um, this weird text texture on all the walls and I was just laughing the security guards like, hey, I'm like, mate, I'm having the best time of my life. <laughs> this, is, He's this, like, is the, yeah. this is the best mate, world. It's, it's Tuesday. <laughs> if you guys ever go to Bali, definitely go there because like yeah. so many big names, Calvin the Harris, Rufus. Um, John Summit, like uh, yeah. Cream play there a see. lot. They do their set. Have, did you, either of you maybe seen Cream's sets? Do you know guys? I, I know the I old saw Cream. Cream. I saw Cream at Tomorrowland this year, the, the last Tomorrowland. Like you went to Tomorrowland, Amazing. that's mad. Yeah, it bro. fun? Bro. Oh, it's a dream of mine, eh? Oh, that dude. Lost Land. Lost Lands is a big thing for me. Dude, um, camping for four days to Tomorrowland, bro, yeah. you got to have a strong mind, bro. Strong mind and strong <laughs> Not a chance I'd you make it. You will not make I'd it make out of there, cuz. Uh, not a chance. You'll not make it out of Dreamville, I'd get, bro. I'd get past the night, like one night and I think I'd sleep the rest of the time, hey. Yeah, I'd uh, probably hit depression like day two. <laughs> Dude, the, the funniest thing was everyone the whole night, um, the first night, everyone's like, no, 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 it's all good. Like, we gotta, we got to stay chill. This is just the opening party. Every, bro, the opening party stage was bigger than half of the stages <laughs> and, and and literally everyone the first day by 6pm at the summer setting everyone was just mangled everyone, <sighs> everyone. like yeah, and, and right. you just see it's just no so sleep. funny because like yeah bro literally like no one slept the first night and then oh. the first day everyone was just that's the, that's the problem because you go on, you go into it with a strong mindset you say look this is what I'm doing <laughs> I'm I'm making it through this whole ordeal like I'm starting here I'll I'll save my specials for like day three or something you hit the feel goods after one beer you're sitting there (laughs) you're listening to bass music you feel the bass go through and you go then the whole plan goes downhill look maybe I'll just I'll dabble I'll dabble (laughs) day three comes around 5am sitting in the TP tent with someone you just met on the D floor bro yeah tell them you love them you gotta do it you gotta do it once or twice man Uh, like you gotta do it a few times when you're young yeah, yeah, once you get older, it. it's like, you know. I'd like you, to say I've learned my lesson, but I don't think I have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. I mean, look, uh, when we start touring, like the yeah. options will come up. Yeah, but um, Keep that strong know, mindset. Yeah. Trying to be healthy. Yeah. One beer. Yeah, but that's the hard thing about DJing. Like, like say we do parties and stuff or like weddings. Like there's just free piss. So it's, like, it's hard not to drink, 100%. you know what I mean? Bro, and especially bro. when you're playing like – one thing with DJing parties and weddings, like majority of the time you have to take requests and that's okay. Yeah. You can take requests, but mm. you don't enjoy the music. So you're like, fuck, what, like, what can I do to give me a yeah, bit of a pep in my step? Oh, I'll have a beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, then yeah, one yeah. turns to 10 and then yeah, 10 turns yeah, to 20 and it's just, uh, 
So but, you're, um, you're doing a bit of touring. What about what about you? What's coming up with you? So basically, um, coming back from Europe, I was a bit uncertain about like how available I was going to be during summer. So at the moment, I'm just kind of on the back burner. I got a gig um, in Newcastle at King Street coming up. That's a good venue. Um, yeah. So uh, it's been a while since I've been there, but at the moment, I'm. Um, at the moment, I've gone back into planning stages and stuff, getting ready for 24, finishing all the tunes, all that kind of stuff. So Sick. it's a um, little bit in the pre-planning stages at the moment with the, with the agency and everything. So yeah, keen to get back into it um, 24 and hit it hard, you know, because I've been away for, I was away for 20 weeks. So, you know, work, working overseas and stuff, doing a few gigs in, in Germany and in Amsterdam for ADE. Um, you know, I've come back with a fresh mind and a, and a fresh face. So yeah, it's um, it's good. It's good. Ready, ready to get back into it. And um even Blakey as well. Blakey sounds like he's he's getting a lot planned for 24. <laughs> Mate, it's been a long struggle. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't right, recommend man. it to most. If yeah. I had kids, like, I'd be like, nah, just don't do it. <laughs> like, it's, 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 it's yeah. not worth it. No. Um, <laughs> you know, just so many yeah. up and downs. You get so angry all the time. Oh, it's I like, do. oh, am I going to do it? Am I, I going to do it? You've got brothers and, yeah. and whatnot saying, hey, you're 27 now. What's going on here? Yeah. Where's the oh, money? My, my uncle yesterday, Michael, yes, literally yesterday, he's like, so uh, what the fuck are you doing with your life? And I was just like, all right, bro, no worries. To be, no to worries. be fair, like, are you, are you signed by Confession or do you just have a couple of songs signed by them? Well, so gen generally I'll try and um, I'll try and stay like solo. So I'll, I'll just do like a couple of tracks here and there with different labels and stuff. But um, probably next year I'll probably look look towards working with solo with a couple labels and trying yeah. to trying to build the relationships with those guys. Because that's a pretty pretty big thing like to have under your belt. Like mm. I know parents are always looking for that like sense of achievement, like, oh someone donated a thousand dollars on your stream. Oh yeah. there there's that like a little bit of confirmation that you're not a loser. Mm. Um, <laughs> but having those um, songs on those labels, I feel like that's one of those things where your parents or family friends would be like, that is sick. Well, yeah. even, even at the same time too, like sometimes I explain to people like, oh, I signed to this label and that label, they got no idea. But then the boys <laughs> know who's like, yeah. oh, wow, Charmy's label confession, holy shit. And yeah. even with Blake, you know, I've been following in Juno for well, years now, man. Like, and, and it's like, it's, it's a dream of so many people, you know, and, and we're achieving those dreams. And yeah. when it comes to parents and gratification and all that kind of stuff, sometimes there's a disconnect between the older generation and the newer guys. And, yeah. you know, like, what are you actually doing with your time? Like, what are you yeah. doing? Just getting pissed every Friday, you know, going, going DJ weddings and stuff. But then <laughs> sometimes you're making more money than people making their whole week in yeah. one day, you yeah, know? And, and then it's the inconsistencies and the consistencies of that. And it's like, can you, can you handle that, you know? Mm. Can you handle the exposure to the alcohol and, and to yeah. people like, just have a drink, have a shot, yeah. you know, because the shot's always two shots and then, you know, whatever else happens yeah. after that, you and know. And the feel goods. Yeah. 100%. But you get the aggressive people as well. Like, oh, dude. Oh, bro. <laughs> Geelong, mate. I was, I was there recently and yeah. um, I, I was walking to the bathroom and there was four people trying to, trying to start me. Oh, God. Right. And then another another group came along and said, "Are you from here?" And <laughs> I me out, and I'm like, "Fuck, man! I'm just here to play a set and get, get out of here." So, I spoke to the lead promoter. I was like, "Yeah, mate, we're not sticking around. Get me the fuck out of here." Yeah, where's Geelong? It was a good set. Is that yeah. down south? It's big, uh, isn't it? It's about an hour an hour away from Melbourne. Yeah, um, right. It's yeah, like right. uh, the Wollongong uh, to Sydney. Yeah. Yeah, kind of equivalent. Yeah. And I think the Geelong Cats won. <laughs> yeah. So there's about 500, 400 people waiting in the line. Fucking hell, Jesus, yeah. And, is that um, a footy team? 
Yeah, that's their footy, yeah, their footy team. And then ASL. Yeah, I was going to say, that's why, that's why everyone was saying, yeah, fuck, wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that was a good show. Yeah. Uh, once I jumped on, it was fine. Yeah, I see. Just didn't really want to get in a, yeah. in a fight with four kids. <laughs> well, that's a problem. Out. That's a problem these days with like even going out into Sydney or around here or anywhere. It's just fucking like, people go out to get in a fight. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, I've noticed like, obviously like back in the day, I've been DJing like, I've been DJing up the coast. I've been DJing around Australia for so long. And like, yeah. there's just the etiquette of people going out these days, like, Oh. The miss people turning eighteen and, and missing going out for two three years during COVID or whatever. Yeah, the whole the whole industry like not the industry it's but the the mind. punters, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Laters. See, ya. Um, continue. So, so like, people just go out now with with no etiquette. I feel mm. like you know. Whereas before, like obviously, you had your dickheads or whatever. Like yeah. you just kick him out, you know. But everyone just goes out with this ego now, you know. Yeah. I don't know if it's, no it's a, if it's a generational thing now or yeah. if it's or if it's just translated from people couldn't go out for so long so all they want to do is go out and, you know, socialise yeah. but they're just, you know, getting on it or whatever. Yeah. But it's just not on, you know, especially like th- that kind of ties in as well. I didn't really want to touch on this because it's a bit of a rough subject but um, Here we go. I've actually been assaulted twice in Australia. Jeez, so you're right. both times... Um, both times is, was it was pretty late, you know, whatever. Mm. I wasn't instigating anything like that. But, you know, people just go so hard, you know. Um, all you have to do is be standing in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yep. It's happened to me twice, you know. It happened to me in Brizzy and in Adelaide. Jeez. And, um, you know, you, you know, you're the entertainer for the night and you're getting, you're getting smacked in the face or whatever. Like, oh, that's ridiculous. Just completely unprovoked by people, yeah. you know. And that's just like, it's just an attitude thing, you know. And then it all ties into alcohol. Everyone's like, you know, we've got all these alcohol regulations, everything yeah. like that. But it's not affecting like the actual social constructs of like how people are going yeah, out no now, you know? Yeah, you got to be picky where you play. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure, man. And, and just hide in that back room, like, that rider. <laughs> Here's a little story for you. I played in King Street Cult, cult Nightclub. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. the first night I went there, first ever gig I've had in Sydney, I went there and like I was standing at front of the club and there was a bloke in the building next to the club trying to jump oh. off it with a group of cops out the front. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he robbed the place next door or something. Like, off its head, eh? Like, and, oh, that's my first experience in Sydney. The cross is back, lad. <laughs> King, King Street's uh, pretty, pretty... It's ruthless. Pretty I remember when you told me that. Oh, someone's trying to jump off the roof and I was like, what? what yeah, no, mean? seriously, bro. There was just a, like, a massive group of cops and this dude standing up there half naked, like about to jump off his bed. I think he robbed like the Sounds house. Sounds a bit messy. Something. That sounds oh, messy to me. Dude, it was so off its head. And then oh. I went in the club and I couldn't stop thinking about that the whole night. And I was like, like this, am I going to get robbed or something? Like it's a, it's, it's a sketchy I don't like place. Sydney. Sydney kind of wigs me out a bit. I don't feel very safe. It depends where you go. Like if, if you've got a good crowd, like a good group of people, it's, it's all right. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. the age, it's the age uh, yeah. demographic. Yeah. You yeah. Know? If you go to the pop club, mm. there's going to be stuff like that happening all the time. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, if, you, if you're there with a, with a, you know, older crowd, yeah. older demographic, 25 to 35, yeah. um, you're going to get a bit more. Bit more peace, a bit yeah, more love. Definitely, mm. definitely. People are going out to see the act. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Yeah, that's that's what's so. I was with a group called Schmier. You know Schmier? Yeah, yeah, in yeah, Sydney? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Schmier and yeah, they're legends. But the, everyone that goes to those events just loves the music. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're there for the music, not yeah. to just go out and muck around with people and like like I said, getting fights and stuff. They're uh, just there to yeah. go to enjoy the music, have fun, have a drink, and be friends with everyone, you know what I mean? And that's that, the crux of it. Yeah, yeah. and that, that's how it should be. That, that's honestly how it should be when you go out. You go out to have fun, not to like cause a, a rucket. Well, you can cause a ruckus, obviously, but not like, you know, hurt people and all that bullshit. It's mm. yeah, the music scene. My uh, yeah, so. my version of causing a ruckus is 
having a bit too many drinks and then I was doing uh, somersaults on the dance floor. <laughs> yeah, I was doing like little rocks. barrel rolls. I feel like that's acceptable. Dude, <laughs> apparently, yeah. if I, if, apparently if I drink too much, I start talking German. Like, <laughs> I, 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 apparently everyone's trying to get a word out of me and I'm just like- Do you like, have a German background? Like, no, I, I, I don't even have a German background or whatever. Uh, but um, people are like, yeah, you, at first you start speaking German and then you just start speaking gibberish. And I'm like, Wait, like but I don't speak German anyway. What's the difference, That's <laughs> hey? uh, gnarly. But, um, uh-huh. but this is the thing. So this all ties in as well. Like Blake um, teaming up with Anjuna, you know, mm. people are going to Anjuna Beats to have a good time, have yeah. a good day. A lot of people, they don't take drugs. They don't, yeah. Like a lot of the Anjuna guys, they don't, like when I went to Prague, there were people that just completely sober. Yeah, right. You know, there were people that were just there having an amazing time. It was yeah. obviously the other side of it. Mm. But um, with those Anjuna de- deep events and Anjuna events, like people actually know, they know the culture, they, they know how to act. Whereas mm. like I've had a little bit of trouble myself because I'm, just doing sort of my own thing at the moment with house. And, you know, yeah. when you don't have that, that, that strong community as well, like yeah, that's yeah. when you get the dickheads and stuff. Who, who's like, who's this guy? You yeah. know, like, who's he think he is coming to yeah. Newcastle and, yeah, you know, just, like, yeah. so yeah, it's, it, I guess having that community as well um, really helps to benefit that as well. If you mm. get good people coming to your stuff, you know. Yeah, it's all yeah. for the love of music. Like. 100%. That's what it should be at the end of the oh, day. 100%, dude. A lot, a lot of people like to go out and drink. That's <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. I mean, look, like it, it happens, but, um, mm. you know, can't, we can't be too hard in Sydney. Mm. It, it's getting good. There's a big show at the Ivy that happens every Sunday. Yeah. Oi, oh. we went to that last weekend. That was yeah. amazing. Yeah, Sammy Vergy? It wasn't so last good. weekend. Oh. It was a couple of weekends ago. Sammy Vergy. Last Sunday. Two weekends. Awesome, oh, man. Yeah. That was, that, that was yeah. actually a vibe because everyone was in a good mood. No one was giving off that mm. I'm better than you uh, vibe. Well, yeah, not that I saw good. anyway. Um, and the crowd reactions were insane. It was so like pure and genuine. Yeah. Like when he was dropping like... Like before I even fucking dropped the song, everyone's like, fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is, this is what I'm talking about. And everyone's yeah. just like, everyone knew the DJ. Um, yeah. Even if they didn't, I feel like they would still be having a great time. Mm. But it was just a, oh, fuck, I hope you were going down the route of saying this was a good club because I've just, I've just said it's like the yeah. best, the yeah, best yeah. place ever. It, it's the, one of the biggest nights in Sydney. Yeah. And everyone goes there for the music. And that's yeah, yeah, just yeah. another example. Yeah. Um, and they do a Friday night now. Do they? Uh, called Club Above. Yeah, and, right. And uh, I haven't checked it out yet. Yeah, yeah. But it seems pretty good. You got people yeah. like Odd Mob playing and whatnot. Yeah, um, that's cool. So, you know, Ivy's a good spot to hit. Yeah. I think um, it's improving over time. Mm. You know, people are getting a bit mm. less uh, hardcore nowadays anyway. Yeah. So. It's good out there, but Geelong, man, yeah. yeah, I don't know about you guys. You guys are Geelong. Geelong cats are. I, don't know, I think that's one of the only places I haven't played, like to be honest, fucking Geelong. Man. <laughs> I mean, look, it was great set, great club. Yeah, but the people. Yeah, yeah. But you can't complain, right? Yeah, yeah. You got to appreciate, yeah. you got to appreciate uh, every yeah. show you play. Yeah, exactly. They're, yeah, they're yeah. paying money for you to play. Yeah, definitely. You got to be respectful. You can't, yeah. you can't hate on that. You know? Yeah, no, exactly. You just got to deal with it. <laughs> and what's what's your it, yeah. dream locations to play? That's a hard question. Me, no um, way. Yeah, Malta, London, like just, just going all I, over Ideally, the place. ideally a, cl- a specific club though, or Ooh. a venue, sorry. Ooh. Oh, bro, for me, it's amnesia and Ibiza, bro. <laughs> bro. Yeah, you're right. That's pretty. Oh, yes. so if I was, yes. I don't produce, I tried, but <coughs> I gave up pretty quickly. But if I was to DJ somewhere, I think I'd want to play Brooklyn Mirage. Mm. Yeah. That club looks True. insane. True. Eric, Eric Prider plays there a few times. Yeah. Huge lasers and whatnot. It's pretty yeah. good. It, I, th- I think it's on a rooftop, but it looks huge. Uh, Can I pick a festival? Or are we just talking yeah, about clubs? Yeah, of course. Hey, what else? Lost Lands would be sick. Like, yeah. Like I'm okay. really into that stuff. Like Lost Lands, that's a dream of mine to go to. That's like Tomorrowland for you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. 
Lost Lands are awesome to play at. The Bush Doofs. No, pretty good. yeah, the Bush, yeah. Like, you know Lost Lands? No, no, Excision? I haven't heard you know, Excision, of it. Excision, the dubstep. Yeah, yeah Excision. So he yeah. runs the whole thing. Excision cars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The stages are like the dinosaurs head, either hey. side. Have you seen any of that online? No, 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 I haven't. So it's his own. Oh, it's I just his, sit at home. Yeah. I, I write music. I watch YouTube. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's Excision's curated um, festival. It's awesome, dude. It's a giant lineup of just old, mass, massive dubstep artists. It's it's huge. Syn- Synchronised visuals and shit as yeah, well. Yeah, dude, like it's awesome. Hey. Like, like the vi- his visuals, stuff, like, his visuals are next to none. I think like bro, Excision. Yeah. Well, I went to see him at Touchbase not last year, the year before. That was wild. Oh, dude, me and Chris were up the back off our head. <laughs> oh <my laughs> I, I was just I was <laughs> sitting on a, a red boy. <laughs> I was sitting on a recycling bin, just <laughs> yeah, watching, dude, just going, just manging. Oh, dude, he's a, it's a it's a journey. Excision is a journey, man. Even sudden death. I saw him last year. He is, he, bro. He walked out with a severed head and threw it into the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like, to be fair, it looked like one of those ones you got from a two dollars. Yeah, no, it was obviously. <laughs> like, it was a shit one. He obviously went to a two dollars shop and bought it, and you just. Threw it. It was, <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, the- imagine him just walking into a two dollar shop, just saying, "Yeah, I'll get these things." And with his helmet on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, nah, he's cool, but that's my vibe. I love dark bass. Like it's it's sick. Yeah, but I like, used to listen to that back in the day. Yeah, that's what really like pioneered a, a bit more love for the electronic music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Listening like right. Excision and that's it. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I used to get bullied in high school for listening to that shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what is this trash? <laughs> when, Legacy right. music. Uh, yeah. You know, when Skrillex came out with that scary monsters and nice yeah, sprites, dude. and then dubstep got big. It yeah. was like yeah. that was a pioneering yeah. kind of sound and. Yeah, yeah. So nano sitting there just waiting to get on the bus. Knife fighter. It's blasting Skrillex ID ID. You ripped off YouTube at like 96 kilobytes a second. Like, yeah. Yes. Sounds great. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what are your thoughts on, sorry, Chris. It's okay. Um, what are your thoughts on Skrillex's new stuff though? Don't you, like do you, it. You don't like it? Really? No? I'm frothing on it. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, for me, it's a bit hit and miss. There yeah. are some really good ones, but yeah, then yeah. like, I don't know, like it's, it's, it's going very like kind of, Rhythm and blues, hip hop, mm. like which I which I can I, I, I rate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I'm not too much into that sort of sound. Yeah, yeah. But um, the sound design itself is just still yeah. as full smick as ever. Yeah. like you know, yeah. and you can't hate that. You know, yeah, Even, definitely. That's, uh, what I, that's what I say to everyone: just yeah. compare your mix downs to Skrillex's, and you're all good. <laughs> <laughs> Use that as an A B. Yeah, and um, it sounds yeah. like a lot of people won't be releasing their music <laughs> yeah. anymore. But I will, I will um, retract that statement. Yeah. I reckon um, some of Skrillex's new stuff. Yeah, especially with the Fred again and whatnot. And, yeah, 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 yeah. And the Fortet um, is pretty banging. There's yeah. a couple of songs on his newest album that yeah, yeah, is yep. off off the yeah, radar. Yeah, like I'm talking like better than old Charmy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's so yeah. heavy as well. Yeah, I was so. super skeptical when I was going to see Fortet at uh, Listen Out. Yeah, yeah. Like because I was watching his sets, I'm like, oh, this is a bit bit sus. But when I saw him at Listen Out, it was <laughs> insane. Yeah. Like his mixing, he went from like He's nuts. chill I think he just tech wings house it. all the way to like right. he just wings his sets. Shit. I'm pretty sure he, like, he's me. Yeah, that, but the, honestly, every time he mixes, I think he just wings it. Well, good he's on just him. got like a giant playlist, and he plays whatever song he doesn't plan it or anything. Well, the thing other. Is like, I used to do that, yeah. and then I get in trouble so many times because I played at so many clubs. Like, yeah. like everyone just gets the shits, you know. If you're not yeah. playing anything consistent, yeah, but then yeah. it's like you know, when you're at that level, then you can play whatever the fuck you yeah, want. Exactly, just fuck around. Yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Like I saw him at uh, Lost Paradise, mm. um, maybe like five years back. And he was playing rock, like old yeah. school, like <laughs> 70s rock, like Hendrix, Cream yeah. and stuff. 
into yeah. his, you know, minimal, yeah. um, you know, house music. <laughs> well, he just started. He just started that insane. massive trend, buddy. Wow, what was it? Nirvana um, into like rhythm. Um, country rhythm. That was so offensive. lit. Dude, if I seen that live, I would have lost my. Play country rhythm three times. Country rhythm. What festival was that at? Coachella. Yeah, Coachella. Was it Coachella? I think they they closed the whole. Yeah, yeah, because someone didn't turn up. That's insane. Did you see? Did any of you watch that set? No. Or even just oh, a glimpse dude. at it? No, the no. crowd Crazy. was huge. Yeah. Like it must have been, like, because they were in the middle. It was dead set the biggest boiler room oh, of history. It was nuts. It must have been at least a football field either side of this, like, circle dome they were sitting in. I it did see that actually. Crazy. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Imagine that. I'd, I'd probably wouldn't even be able to push play. The Freddy again shows have been popping off. Yeah, yeah. those are insane. Imagine, imagine trying to hear the, the booth speaker and there's fucking speakers at like 360 degrees around <laughs> you. You're trying yeah. to, oh, fuck. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to use your headphones. You need noise cancelling headphones, like the ones. Yeah. They use at fucking airports. Yeah, or something. definitely. Hundred percent. Hundred and ten percent. That's something that's quite hard, actually. When DJ, you need the right headphones. Yeah, sure. if, you, if you get the wrong booth um, monitors, yeah. So I've just got a pair of IEMs. Have you used IEMs before? No. Any monitors? No, I haven't. So I, I love them, mate. Good up. They are insane. Um, like, how do you how do you um connect them up? Uh, they're just normal. So you, you they've got the cord and oh, it goes through yeah. the um, yeah. Laid back Luke uses them, man. Yeah, so you they wrap around your ear. Awesome sound, man. Like yeah. it's honestly, you put them in and you have one in your ear and you can't, it, it sounds like you can only just hear the speakers going, but it's still in your ear and you can hear the other side. <laughs> I want to try yeah, it. Yeah, it's lit. so good. Have in the car? Uh, nah, <sighs> I should have brought them. But that's the way awesome. forward. That's uh-huh. definitely the way forward. Yeah. because you're sweating in your headphones, you get your yeah. hair tangled if you've got yeah, long bro. hair. Yeah. yeah dropping no, your headphones him. on the floor. Chucking my head. <laughs> we, we go back to back all the time and putting headphones on after him. Fuck me. I have to wipe it off on my shirt. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Reminds Getting me of the old days. He gets into yeah. it. Yeah. Under, I can't mock it for that. Yeah, nah, it's good fun. Yeah, me and Eddie are uh, back in the human movement days. He had this long, luscious hair, right? Yeah. So it'd always be fucking tangled. <laughs> and I'd just be spending like a minute like trying to untangle it all. And, oh, and uh, hey, it can be hard. I reckon that's the way yeah, the you're future full though. shaking. There's yeah. like a thousand people in front of you, like trying to untangle <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah, uh, no shaking anymore. You got to be confident nowadays. Like, yeah. I, I guess, like you know, uh, about a couple of years ago, I used to hate playing my own music, and a lot of DJs did the same. They don't like playing their own music. Yeah, and then something clicked where I was like, you know, I'm probably not going to make this music again. So yeah. Uh, I think it's important for others to realise that you got to be proud of your own, of your own music yeah, and definitely. your productions and be happy to play it. Definitely. Because that's what we we used to not do. Yeah. And, um, you know, if people are paying, paying money to see you, they want to hear your music. Yeah. So, well, you know. My recent sure. show, I, I first time ever, I played a couple of my songs live and I was so happy with it. I didn't, I, I didn't think they would say because I'm not the best at mastering. I'm terrible at mastering songs. Like it's, I, I don't know how to do it really. I just put it through a mastering thing online and then just see if it sounds good on speakers and stuff. And then I'm like, okay, sweet. And then I played it on a sound system and it sounded mint and I was like, yeah, okay, that's sick. So now I'm like a bit more confident to play my own music. Like it's, yeah, yeah it's yeah. good. It's also especially hard when like you're playing a track and then the track before it's like, you know, crunched as yeah. As loud as it'll go, and then, you, <laughs> then yours is like a bit more dynamic, and then you're yeah. like trying to mix it live, and then yours isn't loud enough. That's too loud, and then you're like fucking smack <laughs> yeah. the fader up and just <laughs> smack one down. You're like, oh, shambles, yeah. eh? So it's touching on shambles. touching on that. So, um, what what sound uh, programs do you guys use to get your music? Like, do you specifically? What's a better way to word this? What sound programs do you guys use to get your music? And do you get people to send you songs that they've played, like IDs? Like, say, 
Charmy played something. Could you get him to send you that song? Like, how, how do you guys get the music that you guys play for these professional sets? Um, I'll let Blakey go first. All right. Um, yeah, I use Ableton. Uh, it's the DAW. Mm-hmm. For those that don't know, digital audio yeah, workstation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I don't know. For me, it's the quickest workflow. Yeah. So whatever I can get out the fastest is is the way to go. Because mm-hmm. you've only got you know six hours or eight hours of, of, of that window of creativity mm-hmm. before you get tired, yeah. before you get over the song. <laughs> yeah. So you really yeah. got to smash it out quick. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, Ableton's just like quickest workflow. Mm-hmm. It's got everything. It's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, touching on the on the music that uh that we play in sets. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's mostly original, yeah. but you, you do get a, a good group of mates or you have a label that you sign to and they send you all the demos, the unreleased music and stuff like that yeah, yeah. and you pick your best. So yeah. for me, it's like, you know, maybe 80, 80% my music and 20% my favourites. Yeah, then we go from there. Yeah, and, uh, you know, uh, yeah. But Ableton for life, I reckon. Mm. Uh, uh, I, I don't think I'm going to change. Are you Ableton to, uh, or uh, FL? No, um, I kind of use everything, but yeah, yeah. mostly FL. Mostly yeah, so FL. I'm FL as well. I like, use I'm FL, but I feel like Ableton would be better. It's it's a blank canvas. Yeah, it's like if you want to get stuff out quick, True. you just you just throw it out. If you know FL, like if if you used it for ages, then which I haven't. Yeah, like I've I've used it for years and I love it. Like because I, I I know how to do it. If you know what I mean. But Ableton's probably like better to. It's, it's, like, it's more linear, you know yeah. what I mean? It's more set out, like played out. FL, you can just do the dirtiest projects. Like <laughs> literally lay like 50 sounds on different, like on Ableton you got tracks, but on FL yeah. you got mixer channels. So yeah. like you can just literally have everything everywhere. And yeah. then on Ableton, I think that's what hurts be, my brain. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like on on Ableton, it's all structured. So yeah, like yeah, people yeah. that come from Ableton look at FL, like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on right like, now? I and love then it, people from FL are like, how the fuck <laughs> do I apply a fucking send or something? Like it's like, what the fuck is this? Presets in FL. Yeah. yeah, I don't even yeah, know how true. to put on a fucking high pass filter. <laughs> I was sitting there looking at it because I know there's EQ, but I couldn't find like high pass or low pass filter like to bring in a drop or something. And I was, just, oh, I get the sheets. Yeah, when you learn, it, wh- when you learn it, it gets better. But um, touching back to to your question as well, before we forget, um, so I use FL. Um, the like I use I use a lot of old plugins, like old proven mm. plugins that that I know that I can work with. I probably should use more new ones. I use a few new mastering plugins and stuff, but like. Mm. You know, mostly mostly older stuff because, yeah, like, yeah. I find that uh, I don't know, it just resonates a bit better. It probably doesn't sound like the, the best, like, musically these days compared to like all of the professional plugins now. But you're paying thousands and thousands of dollars, like, to get a mastering suite now. So like, much money, you know. Like, and for people that don't have that cash, you know, it's it is very very difficult. So, mm. um, to to move on forward from that though, um, I don't really get so people per se to like send me unreleased music and stuff like that. Usually what I'll do is um, I've basically tried to position myself on all the promo, uh, like label promos that I possibly can. So I'll have like in-flight promos, I'll have like, um, you know, your army your army promos and stuff like that too. And generally you're getting you're getting kind of the hottest music always a week before everyone else. Yeah, so right. when I have um, podcasts and mixes- Can you explain what that is? Sorry, I'm-, I'm- So basically it's just like, um, if you can, uh, if you're connected with a few labels and stuff like that, um, generally what will happen is if, if you're chatting and stuff, sending demos and stuff, they they'll usually ask you to add you to a promo playlist, okay. um, a promo playlist, a, a promo email list, and basically like you've you've got so in flight for example is it's basically like it's a pro- promotional platform. So like you can you go in there, you get a free track, but you give a review, you rate the track, you say if you're going to play it at a certain time of the night. And then that feedback gets submitted to the to the DJs. Yeah, so basically, right. instead of paying three bucks a track, you know you can get your promotional tracks and stuff like that. But for most people, um, 
most people just go to Beatport, you know. And, yeah. Um, but it, yeah. it gets so expensive, you know, because if, yeah. you're, if you're doing 20, 30 tracks at 30 bucks, you're spending 100, 150 bucks. Yeah, that's like, it. Easily in one day, you know, and some yeah. people some people can't even spare like that much cash, you know, yeah. especially like if, if the, everything's expensive as yeah, fuck now, especially money, in yeah. Sydney. But, um, you know, I find uh, Blake would probably agree track source is a really, really good one, man. Track because source? it's not, it's not biased. So Beatport, yeah. Beatport is biased to what, however many people. So if you get 30 people to download your track, chances are that you'll probably get close to the number one spot. Whereas track source, it's, it's very organic and it's very real. Like, mm. so you don't just have random songs that aren't like really that good, but have been downloaded a lot of times. You have like genuine like supports and stuff like that from track source and stuff. Yeah, sick. Um, but I guess from everywhere, you really got to get your music, you know, because saving, you know, two or three bucks a track, it adds up over time, mm. you know, you know, it can add up to 50, 100, 150 bucks, like, you know, so easily. But um, I do, I do hit up the boys, you know, like Odd Mob and, and, you know, a few of those guys, you know, I, I do sneak the old email in, you know. Like, <laughs> he's a legend, dude. Send, send him over. Yeah. I like um, Yeah, he's good. Yeah. But generally the, the promotional catalogs and stuff like that will, will, will give you that. Your sort of first raps, um, but generally what will be is like no airplay, can't play it on the radio, can't do this, can't do that until it's out. Yeah. So you have strict rules that you have to adhere by and whatever because people get the shits. Yeah. Like if you if you just like send it. And, you know, <laughs> basically, if like, uh, any music out. sources want to sponsor this podcast, <laughs> now's your time. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice and fresh. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, yeah. I, have, I have a question with your doors and stuff. Do you guys use any like uh, equipment? Like not the actual. Like plugins, like, I, you know, I got a lot to say about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blakey. Do you? Yeah, yeah. So, I reckon it slows the process down. Mm. I reckon it definitely slows yeah. it down. Yeah. Uh, the main issue is like if you if you're playing and tinkering with sims, yeah, it's gonna stop that workflow. Yeah, definitely. I mean, look, it, everyone has their own way of doing it. Yeah. But for me, if I had a bunch of sims around, yeah, 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 I'd be spending way too much time. Yeah. Designing the sounds. Yeah, definitely. Recording the sounds and all of that. Yeah rather than just sculpting it out. Yeah. So I think yep. the best way to go is just simply get those ideas out, yep. find that sound that you want, yep. have it in your head beforehand, yeah, yeah. and then just execute it yeah, as fast as possible. Yeah. That, that's what creates the original yeah. sort of sound. But I see a lot of people investing in like synths and drum like machines. Yeah, so you've seen talking, Dead Mouse's house? We're talking... <laughs> we're, we're yeah, not just modular, talking, modular like, synths. Not so even a few hundred bucks, like thousands and thousands yeah. of dollars, man. Like yeah. It costs so much money, dude. But even yeah. uh, Steve Duda... He said in the podcast, the thing about Dead Mouse is that he envisions what the sound's going to be like yeah, before yeah. he does it. So he just flies through samples. It's so the sick, kick eh? he, like a yeah. hundred times over. It's so crazy. And and he'll yeah. find that one kick, you yeah. know, after scrolling through like a yeah. hundred miles an hour. <laughs> and then he'll know that's the kick he wants. Yeah. So yeah. I think um, the pace is more important for me at least mm. than the equipment or... Yeah, definitely. Well, well yeah. as well, like th that time's precious as well. If you're working a job during the week, you're doing yep. stuff, you only have a certain window that you can that you can make a track, you know, and the faster you can kind of get the idea, even just fleshed out enough for it to be an idea, mm. you know, that the, the easier it will be obviously to go back a few days later, a week yep. later or whatever, and kind of tee it up and, and, and get back into it again. But um, I guess I can add to this a little bit too. I think... I agree with Blake for sure. You got to like shorten. You got to make it as easy as possible. So like, I have like templates set up on my stuff. I was talking to Blake about this before. Mm. I have temp templates on FL Studio with everything that's set up and sends and all that kind of stuff. Because yeah, it yeah. takes ages to do that. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're spending 20 minutes, half an hour, fucking around with that shit. Yeah. But then as well, like with synths and stuff, I feel like you got to have a dedicated synth space. Like, because if you if you're setting up and packing down every time, like you got haven't got enough space on your table or whatever, and you're like pushing your 
keyboard to the side and like mm. fucking around, plugging shit in, <laughs> unplugging shit. You're spending yeah. a lot of time fucking around yeah. and then you're getting volume leveling. Whereas you just set that up and just have it all as like one one sort of streamlined thing. Then all you have to do is just plug like, for example, like an audio interface into into the input of your your main audio interface. You can save a lot of time and a lot of headaches because mm. then as well, if, if, if things aren't set up correctly or whatever, and then you're like standing there like, what the fuck's going on? There's yeah. no MIDI output. There's no MIDI input, you know? And you're like fucking around with that, you know? Mm. So I guess like, yeah, he uses heaps of stuff outside the door, but but yeah. you generally you've generally curated that stuff, and then you work on it, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just fly through samples. Um, yeah. Use yeah. a few like uh, virtual synths. Yep. But you know, it's it's not really about the setup. It's about just getting out there and doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if you're sure. using iPhone headphones, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just about doing it. Yeah, definitely. You know, and and uh, that that'd be the message I'd give out to people. It's yeah. just like just just do it. Rip yeah. in. Do you rip, just have the same in. problem as me? Like you have a, probably a, a thousand songs sitting there that you've just like you you've sat there, made it, and you're like, okay, nah, sweet, start a new one. It <laughs> just yeah, keeps starting yeah. new songs. Like story of my life. Guys. Oh, dude, it's terrible. Or yeah. like, dude, I've just got I, I got tracks that I'm like really happy with, really proud of, and then yeah. like sent it to a bunch of labels, and everyone's like, ah, oh, it's it's not what we're really looking for, and whatever. Yeah, I'm like, right. what are you looking for? And why, why does it matter? You <laughs> know, what I mean? yeah. like, you know, I'd, no, yeah. I want to associate myself with your with your brand and stuff, and that's yeah. why, like, I guess with Blake, it works because you're doing that sound. You've got that dedicated sound. You've got the dedicated community, everything like that. You know, you have that support. Whereas if you're working in, with individual labels and stuff like me, you don't have yeah. that support. Yeah, you've just got definitely. someone at the end of the day going like, oh, it doesn't really, you yeah. know, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't work with us. So what you know, whatever. It's we like the track, but it's not what we're looking for right now. Is <laughs> that's like shit that hate. number one. But um, that, that that's what makes the tracks add up and add up and add up as yeah. well because they're they're not bad songs. Yeah, yeah. But then it's like, do I re- run the risk of releasing it myself and getting twenty pay- plays on Spotify or something mm. if I don't put a two three thousand dollars of promotion into yeah. it? Because this is how it is now, you, you know. Um, before you talking stuff as well. Like a lot of people, younger, sorry to interrupt. Oh, but, dude. Um, smaller artists have been like posting little clips on TikTok and they'll say, oh, POV, you've just made the best song ever. <laughs> and then like <laughs> they'll play it and it explodes. Like yeah, it gets yeah. so many likes yeah. and views. And then the thing is they'll release it like that. Yeah, They'll just drop it the next week once they get that little bit of hype. But yeah. other artists like yourself have to go through that process of um, getting approval, all this stuff, signing, blah, blah, blah. And like sometimes and it, it takes, takes six months. Yeah. Like, mm. like yeah. that Dom Dollar rhyme song, Rhyme Dust, yeah. that took, like a year and a half to get signed yeah. off because yeah. of all the the rights. So yeah. I couldn't imagine what it'd be like for mm. trying to make thousands of songs absolutely over time. And and Dom Dom as well is is already working with working closely with those labels too. Remember as well. So like that's that's not even like yeah, it wasn't approval like or disapproval. That's like we, it's it. approved and then mm. it's released. And and you went through that as well um, with with getting um, some sampling. Um, uh, what is it? Not, not verified, but like uh, approved for copyright. You know? Yeah, look, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta respect the, um, the original artists. Like, if, if yeah. you're using their master audio, mm. and you are monetizing your your music, uh, you know, you, you can't really steal and, and pick and steal. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, you can cover songs. That's a pretty popular thing. But on the TikTok um, tip, uh, it's actually yeah, it's it's a good it's a good marketing technique. Mm. It's blowing up a lot of artists. Yeah, and it's very it's organic like, too. Very organic. They'll share the the sound with their TikToks and. You know, we there's a lot of plays like that. Um, mm. I know, like uh, Lude Down Under, uh, yeah. it's like that drum and bass song. Yeah, yeah. Got huge from TikTok. Yeah, because yeah, girls just doing that dance. Yeah, yeah. 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 so many girls doing that dance. Uh, <laughs> it worked. Uh, it worked. It, it worked, man. It worked. It was a great video, great play. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people um, pay these artists. Uh, sorry, sorry, 
not artists, TikTokers, to promote the, the artist song. So if they've yeah. got like a million mm. followers, all they've got to do is start some trend and bang. Yeah. yeah. Good little playbook. It's all algorithms, but hey. Yeah. Like if, if you're not, if the algorithm isn't with you, you just, it's just, I'll see well, this is bottom. What, what, I've, what I've realized <laughs> uh, actually, false, false what, what, what I've actually realized um, is that I, I used to think that, but yeah. what I've realized is, is not, you can't hack the algorithm per se, but yeah. the consistency and the engagement of what you release will drive your algorithm. So yeah, yeah, as yeah. long as you can, most of your videos probably will not get successful, mm. but there'll be one that will get extremely successful and it'll be so random. It may, yeah. it may not even be your best work or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's why I look as like it, the algorithm works for you and against you in some yeah, cases, yeah. you know. Yeah. But I don't agree with that. I, I reckon that's um, it's an easy way out. If mm. if you get a big hit, yeah, it's good that you got a big hit. But the longevity is important. Yep. If you if you're calling yourself an artist, and like I don't know, I guess I'm a purist of an artist. But <laughs> um, you know, if you're making music, you really got to make your own music. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. you don't want to be trending. You don't want to yeah. be like some one hit wonder. Yeah. Mm. yeah um, you don't want to sound like someone else. And yeah. like, obviously you do when you start off, but mm. once you, once you have the experience, once you're yeah. at that upper level, yeah. it's like, you really want to create your own sound and, yeah. and get a real set of fans well, that really care about you. Yeah. Well, that's what I, I, at the moment, I just release music because I love making music and I love the music. You know what I mean? I don't really care if I don't get any views or anything at mm. the moment. Like I, it's, it'd be good, but like I'll work my way up to that. I just 100%. make music because I like the music I make. Yeah. Like Absolutely. I enjoy it. Absolutely. That's the way to do it. Yeah, exactly. I, I love the sounds that I make and like I'll release it. I don't care if it like I get what three views, couple likes, like cool. Like at least those three people will listen to it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's yeah, exactly how I feel. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. And yeah. this is the problem, like, you know, you're getting a lot of people that are getting into writing music for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Like they'll yep. go to the club like once they're 18 or 19 yeah, yeah. and they'll think it's cool. Yeah. So then they'll write it. Yeah. And, and it's like, like, oh yeah, I'm going to get so famous from this. That they don't give a true. fuck about the songs yeah. like, that they make. They're just like, oh, I'm going to get famous from this. Like it's, it's ridiculous. It might drive them, but it's probably yeah. not the best intention. Yeah. You know, you got to yeah. really love it. You got to be a bit of a weirdo to, <laughs> to, to be obsessed with writing music. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, but you know, like, yeah, you got to have the right intentions. Like mm. uh, I think, I don't know when Tom started producing music, but I started when I was 15, so I didn't yep. know what a club was. Yeah. Um, so it's just that intention. You got to do it for the love of it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. First and foremost. Yeah. yeah Otherwise, definitely. you know, where are you going to go? Yeah. yeah, no, 100%. 100%. I, I, I've only been doing it, what, two years now? I'm producing two years, I think. Give or take. Yeah, two years. Damn, so, so I haven't seen you for that long. Holy <laughs> shit. It's been a while, bro. It's been a long time. Woody's, oh, Woody's, bro, that, that club's... You I heard yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, okay. I've, Rip, I've, Rip got, um, I've got a bit of a controversial um, thing to talk about. Yeah. And this is just me personally because I don't make music and I want everyone's opinions on it. Okay. So I obviously, I love playing to people. I love playing like my little house sets and stuff. I really like, I want to like be on those other lineups. And I used to be there and for some reason I've fallen off. I don't know who I've pissed off, but I've pissed off someone. <laughs> but they're saying that it's really hard to start playing if you don't make your own music, but all these other people aren't making their music either. So uh, do you have any tips to people that are new to the scene who don't necessarily have the time or want to produce to try and get on these lineups and be mm. with the people they enjoy watching? It's an interesting question, to be honest. Like. It's, it's so hard nowadays, man. There's just so many people doing it. Like, how do yeah. you differentiate yourself? Yeah. You know? Go out. Yeah. Go out to the clubs and literally meet the people yeah. and promote yeah. for the organisers. Yep. yep. That's what will get you the sets. For yeah. sure. Don't don't just act like you're going to rock up and, 
and come in and, and then, you know, mm. play your sets and then leave. Yeah. If you're just starting as a DJ, you've got to be committed to them. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's a money-making thing yep. for the promoters. Yep. Um, it's a dog-eat-dog world. I think that's my problem because there's, there's so many, like, different little events that I want to, like, dabble in that I just can't really be bothered promoting for all these different things. I'd rather, rather stick to one sort of thing. So it, it does make sense. Like, he, the uh, person I talked to to try and get on the lineup who's like, have you been to any of our shows? I'm like, no, I don't have time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And pe- people get like a little bit, sort of like iffy about that, you know, because it's like, oh, if you're not going to bother supporting our event, why should we yeah. bother supporting you? Which kind of makes sense. But I guess yeah, that's where it comes in. Yeah, you really got to you got to put some effort in for sure. Um, but then it's hard is yeah, if you literally haven't got time because every single Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you're doing weddings. You yeah. know, it's yeah. like fuck, like yeah. it's, it's hard. It's you know, yeah. like. But I guess like, you know, it's it's the consistency of it really, I think that, that mm. affects it as well. You know, staying consistent, staying in the industry, keeping yep. doing what you're doing, you know, that kind of stuff. For Blake and I, I guess it's a little bit easier now because we're, we're both more established and we're, we're both going on to that next stage of the career, you know? Mm. So it's, and we have that music to drive that as well. But, but even still, you know, um, like it, it's really hard, you know, because mm. if you go to a certain venue and you're playing stuff that people don't necessarily like or dislike or, you know, you're Blakey and Geelong playing breakbeat music um, <laughs> from Anjuna, which they've never heard of in their life, yeah. then then they'll they'll be trying to arc up you on the door, you know? Like, no, they'll, um, they'll like <laughs> Once I got on, it, there was peace. But, yeah. um, a bit of unity. Like even when I, whenever I play, uh, oh, where is it? Um, whenever I play at, um, oh, I can't remember the name of the venue. Is it Finnegan's in, in Newcastle? Finnegan? Uh, Yes, I think it is. Really oh, it's, it's closed now, but I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. So whenever I play there, I just have people like, can you play Asha and Rihanna? <laughs> I was like, I don't even have Asha or Rihanna on my USB. Like, but can you play oh. it? I'll plug my phone in. Oh, and I'm like, man. Nah. It's rough. Just touching on that though, I, I did have a thought, like when that person did say, like, have you been to my events? I was like, okay, so I'm not offering them anything. Yeah. So I'm going to go back to the table and maybe say, look, I film sets. I like filming sets. I'll film like your event. Mm. Just chuck me on the lineup. I don't care about the money. So mm. I think if you can offer the other person something, oh, not not necessarily offer, but um, we'll negotiate. Give value, know? sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, give value as well for sure. Share it to them. There is yeah. a, there is a fair few pl- places that have their own little clicks though. Like, that, that's what I mean. It's hard, to, it's sure, hard to like get into that. That sucks. That, that sure. honestly sucks. And some of the promoters <laughs> won't even bother like trying to find new people. They're just like, okay, so we're just gonna put the exact same people on the whole time. Well, that's, that's what's really interesting. So like uh, per se, like this is kind of like with a grain of salt, but like I've always Mm. tried to sort of keep the music sounding fresh. I don't have Mm. tracks that sound distinctly like one another, you know, I try and keep it sort of how I'm feeling at the time and stuff. Whereas Blake's got a really good theme. He's got a really good marketing like theme as well. Whereas I've, I've stayed very like not artistic with it, but like just, just, kind of doing my own thing with it. Yep. But yep. as I'm getting more into the, further into my career, I'm realizing more that I have to now really distinguish myself and as well, like mm. hone in on that exact sound that I'm looking for yep. because that's that's what people rem- will remember. And that, that's what those those little clicks and stuff will yeah. hire you for. Because yeah. if, if you're just a nobody that plays the same thing as everyone else, yeah. just rip off Dom Dollar sets, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> then the, the promoters uh, will probably... Uh, try and find someone who's a bit more, you know, yeah, yeah. for example, like Blake, like trying to do something slightly different, you know, it might not necessarily be everyone's cup of tea and, yep. you know, it's, it's yeah, it's definitely hard. It's definitely hard There's for so sure. so many people getting to the scene now though, like in Australia with your Crazy. shot and stuff. Even just randoms like from oh, high school, you're like, dude. they're like become a DJ at your yeah. shot and you're like, oh, nice. <laughs> your shot is, oh, crazy. Can't mock so them for trying. People. Like everyone's yeah, done no, 100%, 100%. Yeah. 100% too, it's, but it's, it's like, 
Same yeah. people that will bully me in high school for making <laughs> for making like dubstep yeah. and stuff, you know? Like it's uh, funny. <laughs> funny. It's like me at school was like, I used to smoke weed. <laughs> everyone used to judge me for it and then everyone started smoking weed. Yeah, and now you don't even right. touch the shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think it's just the uh, example of electronic music being the biggest thing in yeah. Oz right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. If not the world. I mean, like amongst the young crowds, like yeah, the, there's no Metallica right now to, no. to fill the void. No, no, it's all no. electronic music. Like Fred Agen's like the. What's the interesting? What's interesting too is I've noticed like a lot of people who were distinctly only like electronic house and all that kind of stuff have gone with live elements now. I'm seeing like a lot more live element stuff, and mm. I'm I'm seeing that that's driving. That's yeah. driving a lot of the um, like Fred again kind of stuff. Yeah, or, yeah like yeah. I guess like he's he's a pretty extreme example, but yeah. like you know you got a lot more like people trying trying to engage in their music live and stuff like yeah, that, yeah. which which works especially like for events like you know I guess what like Lost Paradise, you yeah. know all that kind of stuff because people can really get into the like the feeling of it, you yeah. know. Whereas yeah, it's, instead of you just playing tracks and whatever, which which is sick as well. Like if you play yeah. a good, nothing better than a good perfectly yeah. curated set, you yeah. know. So when I saw Jody Wiston offset at, at at Fiji, it was just so perfectly curated. Yeah, you know, and then then you got your Ben Boma, for example, who mm. was it's it's perfectly curated, but it's live as well, mm. and you get that whole live element to it, and yeah. it just it makes you almost want to cry, bro. Think, like it's just what's so not? Did, what's what's yeah. not? Did he do a live event recently? I think uh, I'm not sure to be honest. It was in Sydney. I'm pretty sure he did uh, a live thing. He was like. Oh, it's hard to explain. He was like the Rufus is Solar Kings of Live. Oh, well, yeah, they're they're cool. Rufus, Rufus yeah. absolutely killed killed it, and the, but they were doing that ten, you know ten years ago. Yeah. You know they they smashed it. it for yeah. a while, man. Yeah, yeah. But they're also those good. guys are extremely good musicians. Yeah, and, and that's why like a lot Crazy. of people aren't the best musicians. You know, so you put so much pressure on yourself to do that. Yeah, but if you can achieve it, yeah, yeah. definitely. All right, some of their sets are so cool. Hey. Like yeah. the one where they had like the lights set up in the Tree. desert or something. Is that Josh Joshua Tree? That was so sick. I saw um, I saw Rufus the Soul in 2017 at EDC and yep. the, it was a 360 degree stage. So so there was basically a stage in the middle and then all these fake stages oh in like gosh. a in like a circle around you. Yeah, there was right. like 20,000 people there, bro. Yeah. It was insane, bro. Like, because yeah, yeah. you couldn't tell which stage was which, you know, and may have yeah. made have been on uh, <laughs> some uh, questionable things. But um, performance enhancers. Like, yeah. Um, I was like, where where am I, dude? Like, how do I leave? Like, what, what, what you know fuck? what would be like that? You know, the dome or the city? Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. Oh, Apparently, they're taking the UFC there. Crazy, man. That'd be crazy. Like, I seen a video of it the other day, and like, it, it opens up from the ceiling and it just turns into a desert. Like some like mystical like yeah, other it's, planet. It's off its head, yeah. man. I'd love to play there. That'd be cool. That'd probably be my dream set place. I think I'll take take back what I said. Well, before. You, dude, I'm <laughs> actually <laughs> thinking about that now. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, where's that in? Huh? That's in Las Vegas. Vegas. Oh, Vegas. Yeah. 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 Have you seen good. it? Have you seen? Yeah, I've seen yeah. it. I just didn't know where it was. Oh, dude, it's crazy. Hey, I think I I, I recall seeing a video like Elon Musk dancing to Rufus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, hell yeah. yeah. Apparently he makes electronic music too. Oh, Elon um, Musk. Yeah. Yes. Send him a tweet or something. He makes Bro. me his Teslas. He's All also right. a fighter. He's a fighter? Yeah, he yeah he's going to fight Zucky. But yeah. Zuck pulled out. Oh, Apparently, no. according to him on the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, he pulled geez. out. Yeah, but that was, that was funny to see him dancing to it. Yeah. 100%. It's cool when you see stuff like that. Yeah. All right, All right boys, I've got a question. So would you rather play at Red Rock um, or would you rather play in the Dome? Red Rock. Yeah, you reckon? Red Rocks would be sick. 
Imagine ex- excision in the oh, dome. Nah, yeah, ex- imagine <laughs> sudden death in the dome. Oh my days, bro. You just turn it into hell. Dude, like, I would need like- Hell in a cell in the dome. That's crazy. A lock-in session, but in the dome. Jaws closed. No bathroom. Bring your swags in. Like if I was tripping in the dome, I couldn't deal with it. I think like it, nah, it, you need to get out at some yeah, points, you bro. Yeah, would you? Like, yeah, nah, you just be sure. sitting here, guys. I just park. <laughs> yeah, just take a deep breath. <laughs> just relax. Relax bro, a little I'd, bit. I'd try walk. Like, say if they had the desert thing, I'd try walk. Like, and just keep oh, dude, walking, and I'd walk. That's what I do, man. Apparently, walk. when I, when I get too lit, apparently I just I just disappear. Like, yeah. come back like three hours later. Like, what's going on, boys? <laughs> I wouldn't mind playing, only playing, not staying at Bernie. Yeah. Burning Man, jeez. I don't reckon I could do Burning Man. Nah, it's gnarly, eh? Why? Oh, because like- Like, the, do you, when you, when you say after do, seeing do you this mean year, like actually stay? After after seeing what happened this year at Burning Man, oh, like blood, with, with, the, with the bloody um, lithium water that like burns your skin as yeah. it gets wet and stuff, because it's on a salt flat and there's um it's high it's in minerals and shit. On. So like- That's oh, crazy. The potential of that happening, people couldn't leave for another week afterwards because their their vans and stuff would get stuck in the in yeah. the sand and like you know you're running out of food, you're running out of water and stuff. Fair enough, yeah. Crazy. But then when you look at like the reality of like actually going there, like and the cost of what it's going to cost, and you got to hire a van, like all this stuff, it really like I don't know, it's just not what I'd want to have mm. to deal with going to like a musical event. Yeah. Although it looks amazing and yeah, like yeah. unbelievable, and the vibe looks like full pale you are, like t- typical American player, like you know. <laughs> But um, in a good yes. way, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that that's the thing. It's like, oh, kind of. What do you want to expose yourself to? You know, as well, and like the dust and like the dirt in your eyes and like, bro, all your clothes will get destroyed. You have to throw, throw it all. Yeah. In they have like, like orgy tents there. And stuff like <laughs> yeah, that. yeah uh, fully. That's what like I heard. Do, dude. I, I guess I'm yeah. I'm a bit of a dramatic dramatic dude about it, but um, yeah, like I'd love to go, but I reckon probably just once, you know, yeah. like just experience it. I, you know, yeah. and just hope there's no mon- monsoons going on again, you know, <laughs> I'd go, man, You'd yeah. go and check it out. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. Give Have it a go. Games. Like yeah, one week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just yeah. don't, just don't overheat your body. You're right. <laughs> what type In that of orgy tent? You know? You've got um, obviously a very different style of music compared to say uh, us. You, uh, how do you explain your type of music? Like it's uh, break beaty kind of. Yeah. Break beaty. Like, yeah. Where, music, bro. Yeah, where's your inspiration come for that stuff? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Mm. Come, uh, I guess like, I don't really listen to relevant artists anymore. So like, uh, as bad as that sounds, I'm not really listening to what's hot. Yep. Um, so all the inspiration came from, you know, like your Dead Mouses, your yeah, Skrillexes yeah. doing Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites, yeah. Flux Pavilions, you know, all, all of those big kind of legacy artists that, that kind of created it all. Mm. Um, also like Above and Beyond, like the Essential Mixes, like all of that sort of stuff yeah, that I used dude. to listen to as a kid. I've just like kept that in my head somehow. <laughs> and I don't know if it's like being an ego or a perfectionist or whatever, mm. but it's, yeah, just just working at it, not caring about what's going on yep. and having the belief that the sound's going to be good. Yep. I think that's the only way you're going to get an original sound yep. mm. is not trying to copy other people. I'm very yeah, interested definitely. to see what you play in the next half now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very, very I'm, excited. I'm very keen to play. Yeah. Well, that's why I brought Blake Down here. Bla- oh, I can't even break, break, break <laughs> down here. That's why I Blake brought breaks. Blake down here. That's um, why I brought Blake down here. Because... That's why that's oh god. Sorry, that's, that's why I brought Blake down here. That's that's why I brought Blake down here. Just to play oh my set. god, that's fucking nuts. Um, <laughs> I brought him down because I knew that he's going to play something something different to what you guys have probably ever heard. To be honest, yeah. um, you guys do a lot of these kind of gigs up here, and what he plays is just not 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 sort of like 
it's it's hard to explain because it's it's not bad music. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's just so different to like what anyone would listen to in the sunny coast. Yeah, you know, yeah. and even in Sydney, really. But then you got your events and stuff like that. But um, yeah. But no, I think he, he's gonna he's gonna kill it. I'm just gonna be playing the the general Tommy B set. But, yeah, hundred um, percent. But you know that's that's what works for me, and that's what works for the brand, and that that's what drives drives the cash flow for Tommy B. And you know, I do this full time as well. You know, so. You know, you, sometimes you have to make a little sacrifice, yep. you know, whether it's a bit more commercial or not. But Blake's doing a good thing with his music, you know, and I think he's on a very good trajectory with his associations and everything like that too. So yeah, I've always sure. told Tommy, to just take take the vocals out. It's yeah. just simple. He's <laughs> yeah. so good at making, he's so good at mixing and mastering. Yeah. And he's such a good, brilliant producer. I just, I just tell him, take the vocals out. <laughs> Yeah. You don't need them in. Don't yeah, the track's brilliant. But, but that's the thing, like you mm. boys will know, like the, the shows that we always uh, like are surrounded by, mm. if, you, if you're not playing vocal shit, people just, they just walk off or they'll yeah. leave, you know? Yeah. Like that's the thing. I like, want to sing along to something. So that's why I like, dude, I'll just be smashing Eminem, like queuing <laughs> Eminem vocals over the top of everything <laughs> yeah, if it's a track sure. without vocals. But yeah. it sucks that, that I've got to do that. But um, yeah. that's why I'm trying to lo- lean more... More, more into a certain sound, um, 2024, and hopefully that will that will be a bit easier, you know, because yeah, people sure. know exactly what they're they'll be expecting. Yep. You know, like I, I've been booked for for, for like Sunny Coast gigs and stuff like that, and like being expected to play like Melbourne Bounce and like all, and Big Room and stuff, <laughs> like you know, because I, I used to be signed to Lucky, so I get the association like Lucky Entertainment. This dude's yep. probably like Zach Waters or yeah. you know Sparks. what I mean, up and comer, yeah, yeah. Will yep. Sparks, exactly. So yeah. so then when I rock up and start playing house, me like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, it's 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 definitely. Um, Will Sparks is jacked. Yeah. Man. Have you seen him lately? He's, ah, he's, uh, he's huge. huge. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, I, I filmed him at Woody's when he was for like no, I wouldn't say first popping off, but like when he was 2016, 17. I was yeah, sitting there and I took like, a little photo of him and he looked at me. I'm like, oh fuck. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but so. that was crazy. Like down at Woodport. I mean, down in the dungeon. We're not saying names here. I'm gonna bleep that out. Down in the dungeon. Um, <laughs> It was just a sweat fest. Like everyone was pumping and he had the, you know, doing these ones, just going, it was cr- crazy. He, he knows how to put on a bit of a show. Well, what's, yeah. what's interesting, I'm pretty sure I was there. I'm pretty sure I was um, I was opening or it was either that or it was like very, very early, like to, um, Slice and Dice and, and, and Mashed and Kutcher days. I used to go to the oh, mall. Right. and Kutcher. But then that was the thing that was about my sound. It was like, I'd be put on like the earliest set and mm. like you boys know the quality of my music and stuff like that and like yeah, yeah, copping yeah. it so hard because then like no one well no one's even there by the time yeah. I finished DJing yeah. and then like everyone comes in for the Will Sparks like you know you got three sounds yeah. three, three, three samples going on at the same yeah, time yeah yeah actually I don't mind opening I, I almost like opening because you can set the mood but I don't like opening to an empty room. If mm. if we're on a rooftop bar, there's say ten people getting getting cocktails and stuff. I froth on that. Mm. I like bringing out the mood. Like I'll start mm. with some funky disco mm. house, and then nice. I'll slowly bring it up. And people, you like you'll just see someone like just bobbing their head or yeah. something, and you're like, yeah, all right, here we yeah. go. And then the next person next to them will start going, yeah. yeah. Like I, I like that feeling of bringing up the room, but mm. playing to an empty room is totally different. Like that's just depressing. But it's like ten people just enjoying having a nice time. Mm. Happy with that. I'll, mm. I love the opening set. Yeah. Like uh, I don't usually play it anymore. Yeah, yeah. But like back in the day, an opening set, especially when people are trickling in, it's a it's a good way to test yourself. It's yeah. a good challenge. For sure. And you get to bring that people in. Like you said, you, you're kind of changing that vibe of that room. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's a good challenge, man. I, I yeah. reckon it's important for everyone to open and yeah, learn definitely. how to open. I love definitely. it. I love yeah. it. It's good. It's, it's, it's good time. Start at like a 120 and just slowly bring it up. And then there's that one song where the bass hits a little bit harder. It's different when the whole club's dead the whole night. 
You got a bit of freedom. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, that's what couple, you think. A couple of months. But, but I guess it's a couple like, of headliners that uh, no one on the dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> um, it can happen. What's funny is like, I, yeah. I don't hate the opening set, yeah. but but the, the thing is like, when you have a lot of material you want to show people and you're very happy with, and you know, like I've been mm. producing for so long. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you have that and you want the opportunity to be able to, to, to connect with people and you don't get that opportunity, fair enough, you're getting paid, whatever. But still like, you know, when you miss that, that connect, like, I don't know, it's like the Will Sparks is like, he, he, he didn't have to play anything that wasn't his own music and everyone would love it, you know? Yeah, yeah. You gotta spend so long building up that, 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 that part of your brand, you know, and that, that, the cult following, yep. you know, but um, that's the thing, obviously, yeah, playing to an empty room, yeah, mm. fair enough. But even I like, I liked on the opening sets too. I even like the chill sets, you know, like um, beachy kind of sets and stuff, because yeah. then I can, I can do it something a little bit different, as yeah, you said, definitely. ease them in. You know, I've got a lot of chilled music as well that I can never play because I just, I'm always playing sort of headliner sets and stuff. So it's good for me as well. But yeah, I guess it sort of, sort of all comes down to, yeah, you, you just sparked my memory on something as well. Like another thing with trying to get these gigs is that they're, they're looking for people to bring people in. Mm, of no course. One, no one gives a fuck about me and Nick. We're 25, <laughs> we're halfway well, to 50. Well, generally we no have one a bunch of 18 year olds running <laughs> behind us. But these new ones yeah. have well, 18 year olds just flocking yeah. in. What, yeah. I've, what I've realized is like, no one really, no one really gives a fuck in general. And that's, that's what, that's no, what no, makes no. it hard. They do, they do. <laughs> I, I'm going to disagree with you completely. <laughs> Thomas Boone. Oh no. Uh, no, no, I reckon like from 18 to 21, that's mm. the glory year. Yeah. Like 100%. when you're, when you're DJing then, yeah. you've got a hundred people that you can bring to that club. Yeah. yeah. So 18 to 25 year olds, yeah. just use that wisely. Yep. Because you can bring in so many people and because you're the cool one at school. Everyone wants to party. Everyone wants to go out. Yeah. And you and if you have like a DJ project, you have like a music project. You're gonna get people in the door. Yeah, definitely. When, back in the day when we were doing it, we were selling out. You know. Yeah. Um, the venues. Yeah. Because we were so young and people were waiting at the door. Um, in opening. Yeah. And the right. doors open and you had a line. Yeah. And it was Jeez. like. Uh, Someone's you know, a line. Uh, no, not not that type of line. <laughs> but um, you know, you know, just yeah. I I would say if you're 18 and DJ, yeah. this is your glory yeah. time. Go yeah. for it. Send it. Smash it out. So now now we're at this age. I, like I've I've just made my new artist name and a new account, and I'm just trying Minotaur. to get. Yeah, that's my new stuff. But like, I'm trying to find a following, and it's hard at this age. You know what I mean? Very hard, man. Because like, I, I, what I'm doing at the moment is I'm just going into the big artist pages and trying to follow people that like the actual music that I'm making, yep. like dubstep and stuff. And that, that's actually a really good technique as yeah, well. Yeah, so man. I just follow people that are following my favorite artists, and they'll follow me back, and it's been working for the rest of, like the last week. So yeah. and now I've got people that actually like my music on like following me. So yeah. I know yeah. I, I, I just came up with that tactic. Yeah, your new, your new account's going well. I'll give you that. I was yeah. very surprised to see that the views on your reels, even though it's only like six, seven hundred, but before yeah. it was sixty hundred. Yeah, Same yeah. thing with yeah. YouTube. Like we, we, I just re-uploaded one of my sets and I did some SEO on it and hashtags Crazy, and stuff. It? And mm. now like my YouTube videos get 50 views, nothing. Mm. And then this one got 3.5K still going up, over a hundred likes. Like fifteen comments, and I'm, that's what sparked like the other this group, interest. Algorithm, so we were just talking about. Yeah, before. That, like, like that's what sparked interest to start up. this back up again. And mm. I'm so glad to have you guys on to the first podcast to be yeah. guests and doing a set in here. It's it's going to be cool to hopefully get this going, get a bit of a community going. Yeah. Absolutely, hundred percent. Glad yeah. to be here. Needs to happen. Let's go. Yeah, the community happening. What's in? What's on this thing? Yeah. What, what, are you, <laughs> what, what is it? Uh, I was the gatekeeping and music industry. No, let's not talk about that. <laughs> Right, well, that's just a no-go. What, 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 um, does music evolve wait, or what, move in circles that? over time? That's, uh, that's a good one. Yeah, we all know it's a bit of a phase. You know. What about rise of DIY culture and independence, which is exactly what DIY we're doing culture. right now? 
Ah, yeah, it's good. It's a good thing. Has to be a good thing. People doing bush tours. I think uh, you're talking about like bush tours kind of sort of thing, or is it? What do you mean? Well, I guess everything, man. Like, um, you know, creating, creating, creating like content to connect with people, doing your own events, like exactly like trying to build relationships with people and stuff like that, and 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 you know, creating communities and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I guess it can kind of be like everything, really. Like, um. For example, us boys, you know, we're DIYing now, you know, we've got this podcast going, yeah, you know, cool. this is my first opportunity to actually speak about music that, yeah, I've, yeah, that I've had sure. in a long time, you know. Yeah. And so you're on the number one podcast in Australia right <laughs> now. Yeah, boy, <laughs> yeah, this will be the number I'm, one podcast. I'm sorry, I think cool. compared to, other, not throwing shade to anyone else, but I think the production value here is pretty on point for- It's sick. It's it spicy, good. boys. Yeah. Yeah. warm fireplace <laughs> in the yeah. background, mate. Warm fireplace. Uh, nice good, eh? Aircon, let's go. Yeah, bro. But um, I'm very happy that you guys have come on. Yeah. But- I don't think I'm ready to end the conversation just yet. No, you guys, no, no. Me? You guys good? We'll, yeah. we'll keep going. Yeah, yeah we need a break or anything like that. Nah, no, we're, we're sweet. I might, I'll, just while we stop about this, just I, before I'm, we stop talking, I'm just going to check the cameras. Just sweet. I'm actually curious about this. Where is music headed in 2024? Where do you think it's going to go? Like, do you reckon it's going to go the electronic road, or is it, well, are we going to go back to bands? Because I've noticed, already, well, I've noticed the bands. You know what I mean? Like, it's a yep. big thing now. Yep. Again, it is. It like, is. It is, especially with those indie indie events, oh. um, in, indie indie labels, indie events, yeah, Triple yeah. J culture, everything like that. It all it all ties in. But yeah. um, I reckon like what I've noticed is tempo. Tempo is mm. is, is increasing dramatically. Yeah. Like um, people are becoming less relaxed. They're becoming more like you know. Yeah, ooh, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, but also like you know, I feel like yeah, music it it travels it travels in stages. You know, and mm. and and. Like I feel like you know, there's always like a ten year sort of cycle of of what's in and out, and and people, you know, obviously everyone's always listening to different things at different times. But people go through different emotional journeys and different yep. times of their life, especially as they get older. And mm. you know, it's I feel like I've noticed particularly. I can't say for sure if, if it's going to happen or not, but like high tempo music is is yeah. definitely taking over. Yeah, well, techno, um, techno at the moment's huge. Te- techno's gone from like right. you know like one thirty eight, like you know like you'd go hard techno to be one thirty eight. Now yeah, it's like one fifty five, one sixty, bro. Like, I've like, got some songs on there that are one sixty. Just the, the three hundred BPM <laughs> items <laughs> are <laughs> disgusting. Gabacool. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, dude, it's so gross. Like how it's literally just like it sounds like one note. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's that? What's that text? Uh, text. Oh, uh, What's his name? He's a hard style artist. He's like cowboy dude. Oh, that's, um, that's a little mix. Yeah. Little text. What the actual? It's not even music, yeah, bro. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's, that's what I'm like talking 700 about. 700 BPM. People are sitting like, there going, <laughs> li- 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 little text. Yeah, it's like, yeah. and he's just up there going, his shirt off. Yeah, like, yeah. Sounds like a no seizure. Sound, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> my heart would stop during like that. You set. were mentioning the BPM, the tempo going yeah. up. But that's just that's that's out of the ballpark. Well, that's like, yeah, it's kind of an interesting one. But but at the same time, I've also noticed like live music and, and, and more humanistic elements is coming back and yeah. it's coming back with a vengeance because when I think about it, you know, we had like, you know, 2014, 2015, like Will Sparks, Big Room era, yeah. that, that lingered on until like 2019, 2020. It's coming back now again, but then yeah. I'm realizing like people never really had, no one really went out to see bands, no one really sort of, that, that all dropped out unless you had your indies, yeah. um, you know, who, who really, really love their stuff, you know, mm. um, all the top 100 people and stuff, you know, yeah. people would people would actively seek that out. But now it's kind of coming back into the mainstream again and people, are, yeah. obviously they've missed out on that. With like festivals and stuff, but like uh, the one on the coast, I think, or yeah, not on the coast. Oh yeah, the one on the coast, Where's in the entrance, what's that called again? Rolling sets. That's like mainly like band based stuff. Like mm. they do have some DJs, they've got like a, 
own little DJ thing, but like there's a lot of festivals just have mainly bands and like a couple of DJs in, in Australia, I've noticed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. America crazy. is hectic. Like they've got sick, everything, massive everything, events that have everything. DJs. Like it, yeah. it's crazy. But I think Australia needs to like push electronic music a bit more. Mm. If, if you know what I mean, I feel like, like good on sure. bands. Like bands are sick. Do it. Do, bands like, are good you, for the start of the day. I reckon. Yeah, they're like nah, sick. Bands, uh, do bands, what you love, but like electronic like music. In between, we need, we need another Metallica. Music, <laughs> we need another Metallica. We need some huge band to come in. Yeah, and I, don't, I think we have a lot of like Limp Bizkit. Bring them in. No, yeah, well, um, I'm gonna. Yeah, um, Blakey. They, they, we're they, seeing them on the 29th. Yeah, so I want to go to that. Yeah, I might see that. There was a band on recently. Blake. It was um, it was Corn, Blink One Eighty Two. It was um, yeah, but they're all old. Yeah, we need a new one. Yeah, but um, what I've realized too is like people. Like you know, so many simps, so many simps want music they they've already heard a million times. Yeah, you know, yeah. Th- like so many people don't want to experiment musically anymore. You know, yeah, they just yeah, feels yeah. like I want to hear Guns and Roses. You know, and then that's when you see like people packing out like two hundred thousand people arenas because yeah. everyone just you know like you two and stuff. You know, it's weird because like all these artists are coming back in now, and it's like who listened to this for so like for, mm. for ages? But like. What's funny is like, I listen to that shit when I'm driving, you know? So it's like, <laughs> true, I'd go to Blink-182, fuck yeah. <laughs> For sure. But like, what I, I want to get into is like mixing the genres. So mixing house or like dubstep with me. Do you know Phase One? Yes, I've yeah. d- I do, yeah. He's a sure. legend sure. and he does like heavy metal and dubstep combined yeah. and it's so sick. Like uh, John Bending, uh, uh, yeah, John Bending, John Bending is sick. Like I, I, I rate that. Even with house, you can like add like, yeah, house and rap go fucking. Yeah, house rap. You can even like try add a band to it. Um, I've got a mate in Sydney. He's just done psytrance and dubstep together, which is like Inc- crazy. Oh, and then it just oh, it's it's cooked. But like <laughs> it, it, genre bending is sick, man. Like if you can create something completely brand new, like mm. that's awesome. And it's hard to do because there's been, there's been so much like already created, like sounds mm. already created and like genres and stuff. Mm. That How many genres are there? Like, fuck. If you're talking about subgenres as well. Just well, every genre. Infinite. So many. Yeah. Infinite, like, yeah, but, but, and then think how many have been created. Like it's hard to make something extremely yeah. new. Yeah. And like, I've been trying Be to do pioneer. that. And it's, huh? Be the pioneer. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. Top, it's like, don't listen to the other shit. Yeah, no, Just, that's exactly like me as well, bro. Like I- <laughs> Do your I, own thing. I don't listen to mainstream. I, I used to like Excision and stuff. That's like the mainstream I listen to. But I always listen to like new underground artists that have created something real cooked, like experimental. <laughs> experimental bass. I'm, I really love the experimental bass. Yeah. You know, Hamdy, Liney. Well, well, that's why I love, do you remember Cone Sound or Coan Sound or Coan whatever it was? Coan Sound. Bro, do, yeah. their stuff was just like, like yeah, um, Eurofunk. Oh, bro, yep, yep. What? Like, yeah. you know, and that, that was 10 years ago, man. Yeah. You know, and you're hearing people like, oh, I made this new genre on TikTok. <laughs> like, listen to this. Yeah. Like, Jazz dubstep. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, making that years ago, cuz. Yeah. I yeah. reckon with, with the Ableton, with the um yeah. with the platforms that we can use, yeah. we can do anything, all right? Mm, um, yeah. even like the the band music, it's all mixed in a with yeah. an engineer and stuff like that. It's it's a it's just a it's a open blank canvas and yeah. it's it's the tools that you can use. So I think it relies on the people, man. Yeah. Like simply does someone have, does X person have enough drive to, to really do something and write something new and creative? Yeah. Does X person have enough funds or have enough contacts to get a band together yeah. and try and yeah. do something special? Yeah, and yeah. Um, it's just that dedication that will get you there. Yeah, 100%. I think um, sure. we're waiting for those sort of, you know, that next round of legacy artists to come through. Yeah. Um, you know, that would be a dream of mine. 
but yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I, yeah. I guess it's it's a perfect time too now. You know, we've got a fresh slate now. You know, yeah. we've got new promoters, new events. Yeah. New, you know, we've got buildings going up now and, and stuff like that. It's, it's a perfect time really. Yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, uh, for me, it's just write the music. Yeah. Just, just get the music done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it burns 100%. you out after 13 years. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you got to try new techniques, yeah. new tactics to write music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like uh, some people rely on drugs or alcohol or weed yeah. to, to write it, but that's not going to last. It's always yeah. short term, yeah. bro. You might always, end up in the definitely. 27 Club or, or whatever. Can't <laughs> uh, <laughs> Story of my life, bro. But, um, yeah. you, you know, you, you just got to, yeah. Stay dedicated. Yeah. I guess you gotta you gotta own it too, eh? You really gotta own it these days because there's so many fake people like you know trying to trying to pretend that they're into something, but it's just yeah, hundred percent. You know what they're into it for. I've had a few people admit to admit to me why they're in the music channel. I'm like, dude, why would you even say that to me? Yeah, what did they say? Like it was like I'm here for I'm here for the pussy and the money. Like I'm like, yeah, I get it. But like but but come on, bro. Music is not even a producer, bro. Like Yeah, that's it. So the PT, you know, the the PT and the wife. Stay away from that. What are you watching on Brazzers, lad? No, no, it's a known thing. If I marry a girl, I've heard about what you've done during the sets, mate. PT, the best time of my life training. Anyway, that is shit, man. Like, like I said before, there's so many people getting into this industry. For the wrong reasons, like you said before, Absolutely, just bro. so many, especially though. with the TikTok gen, man. Yeah, like, like oh, so oh, many. The power bro. to them, bros. You know, yeah. but yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah, it's a very interesting time. Yeah, but then the people that actually are trying to do it and love the music, like us in this room, like it, it, it like makes it a little bit more of a struggle. Mm. All these people that are coming doing it for the wrong reasons, it's mm. very very annoying. I'm here for the thing. wrong reasons. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> look, you just got to get past it. Yeah, yeah, and you just got to be proud of what you do. Yeah, and if you make it, it's a dream. Yeah, and it's a dream come true. Yeah, but if not, then yeah, I'll, I'll, st- I'll still do. I'll still keep doing it, even if I don't make it. Like, it, fully. yeah, it's just, I'll, I'll keep going. It's like, just about the fun of it. Yeah, it's exactly. as simple as that. Yeah, and, it's a hobby, um, hobby, yeah. hobby kind of thing. Because yeah. otherwise, you're just gonna get bitter. And, yeah. and I used to be bitter about it. I'm like, oh, this DJ is playing this set that I really want to play. Yeah, I could be better than that. Yeah, but, um, see, that, that yeah. gets me. Like, I think that's yeah. a, that's another thing. With, yeah, don't with, do that, guys. With the music <laughs> industry is, um, how do I say this? Like mental. Mental health kind of thing, mm. like you, you see, like you said, someone playing a set that you want to play, and you're, you're at home by yourself. Is like, oh, it makes you feel crap. And like, even with like making music, you, you get to a point, like, say you've done it eight hours, and you're just sitting there, like, oh crap, what have I done? Like, this is mm. shit, and all that stuff. Like, it, it's a bit worrying. Was like, you need to talk about, talk to people about like this stuff in the music industry as well. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's 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 a bit of a rough subject, but some people like go down the wrong path kind of thing when it like oh, how do I explain it I don't know how to explain well, like it. It's, it's, you know what I'm saying but it's comparative thinking you know what I mean yeah. you're seeing highlights you're not seeing the low lights yeah, and, yeah. and you're you're constantly bombarding yourself with gratification and dopamine yeah. you know yeah, like yeah. and and then when you're when you come out of that you know scrolling TikTok for eight hours or whatever you, yeah. you, you then hit that depression stage yeah. where you've like juiced your dopamine out and then then you're like oh what am I what am I doing with my life what do I do then yeah, you, yeah. you make bad decisions and yeah you know, it's it's just one of those things, I guess. Like the, yeah. the biggest thing that helped me with like, uh, for me, I look at it as like getting jaded at the music, music industry. Cause like I've been producing since 2006. Yeah. So I don't even know how many years that is now. It's a long time ago. Oh, 56 20, kilobytes a second dial up bra. <laughs> so, um, 17 years. Yeah. yeah so right. like, Wait, so you can only imagine like me watching videos of, of different artists and stuff. Like why, why am I not there? Yeah. You know, what am I doing there? But then yeah. I, it wasn't until like, there was a month where I just, 
I just pretty much just switched my Facebook off, deleted yep. Instagram, deleted Snapchat, deleted yeah, everything, right. just lived my life. Yep. And just that even one month of just clarification and not yeah. looking at other people and what they're doing, yeah. the amount of drive that I had to actually do shit and succeed was yeah. just, it's just paramount, you know, yeah, but then sick. you've always got to come back to it. And then, you know, you've got to promote yourself. You've got to market yeah. yourself. You've constantly got to be in touch with people. You constantly got to promote yourself, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so you got to find that balance, man. Exercise, exercise in the morning. Yeah, train in the morning. Like Absolutely. find a routine. Yeah, get healthy. Yeah, um, that's that's really important. Yeah, I reckon like the yeah the the, the body leads everything. Yeah, so. healthy body, healthy mind. Just yeah. be there for yourself as well. But like like obviously it's good to talk to people. But you make sure you're there for yourself. Even in life in general, like in the music industry, just make sure you're loving what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, of course. Like, of course. Number one. Pretty yeah. spiritual right now. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think that's a yeah. good note to touch on for sure. Yeah, no, 100%. Like it's, you're, you're the one getting into it. Like, do you love it? Make sure you love it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like don't get into it for the wrong reasons. We already talked about that. But um, the hard yeah. part, I'll, I'll just add a little bit more onto that. It's yeah. like when you're trying to crack it and you're trying to make that dream come true, you know, yeah. you've, got, you've got your mates on the side who are working salary jobs yeah, and yeah. you're starting to get mortgages, starting to get married. Yeah. And then you're here sitting here making music <laughs> at 27. <laughs> yeah. You know, living at home with your folks and, yeah, what, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, uh, you know, this is uh, this is the push and pull. Yeah. But yeah. if you're going to make that dream, like every, every, every famous artist says it, it's yeah. like you're going to hit the lows. Yeah, hundreds of times. Yeah, definitely. And it's just how you bounce back off yeah, that. Hundred percent. And like what I've noticed is that when you're at that low point, you're at rock bottom. It, it, yeah. it can't go anywhere but above. So yeah, hundred percent. Just um, just know that it, it'll bounce back. And yeah. my advice is just stay healthy. Yeah. Go train. Have a routine. It's like it's like a washing machine, basically. <laughs> how I look yeah, at it. Yeah. You go clean, in, like, clean the dirty. lint out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you, you go in dirty and shit. Like as shit happens to you, you go in and then you come out the other end nice and clean and. Fresh, you know. Then I mean? if I can go back in, that's that's poetry, brother. But it's kind of oh, yeah. like that, eh? Yeah. It's it's cool. Like 100%. that's the way I look at it, anyway. Um, one last note: uh, the how do you sign your music to labels? I, I was very curious about. I was reading this before because I, I, I've 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 got my own music, but I don't know how to like send it to people, like yeah. send it to labels and stuff. It's I don't I don't get it. Like, do, do I send it to an email or like? Um, well, I guess like. You can approach it in multiple different ways. Mm. Um, I found that like emailing labels just doesn't work. Yeah, it just doesn't work. Yep, you yep. got someone's. You got one person sitting on the end of that email. Yeah, they're probably getting ten thousand emails a week. <laughs> yeah, they're probably sure. going to go through ten of them. The yeah. best ten that they've listened to out of like forty, maybe. Yeah, and then they're going to be the ones that they bring to the crew and whatever. And then one of them might get chosen out of the ten. So yeah. the, the amount of people that would never get a response from that, you know, you get disheartened because like, holy shit, is my stuff? Is my stuff terrible? Is it, yeah. is it good enough? Is it not good enough? But labels don't have the time to like sometimes like give you feedback on like, you know, why why aren't we signing or whatever? So you get disheartened. Yeah, yeah. But um I think a good thing is um find artists to associate with, find artists who like your sound and stuff like that and you know, build friendships with them. This is what I've done anyway. Build friendships friendships and associations with them if you can. Yeah, for and sure. And then um you can always you can always pass them your tracks on and they they're usually connected with the the higher ups in, in those certain certain labels and groups and stuff like that. And yeah. you can say, Look, I really appreciate it if you could send this over to this dude, whatever. You know, it's up to their discretion whether they help you help you out or not. But generally people you want to help help yeah. and be helped and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But it's really hard, man. It really is one of the hardest things, and and then especially if you do get get in contact with label, yeah. uh, do they why don't they do they want it? Do they not want yeah, it? Why so don't they yeah. want it? Are you doing what they want? Yeah, you finally um, get in contact with one of them, and then they're like, oh, it, it, like you said before, it's good, but it's we don't we're not what we're looking for like that. Yeah. But then um, I guess when it comes to that as well, I've, I've, I've written down here like um, you know, 
persist in what you do, understand how the music business works, understand how marketing promotion and and association and and, and all that stuff works and and really work to like, I used to spend no time like on the marketing side. So I used to do all my gigs. I never get footage, never get recordings, never do any of that stuff. But I realized that that's the most important stuff now. Yeah, definitely. Because how is anyone ever going to know what you're playing, what you're doing if there's no evidence of what you've done? You know, so like, Getting to that stage now, you know, I've realized that that actually influences labels signing you and, and reaching out to you and asking you for demos and stuff like that. And yep. so it's, it's, it's a tough game these days, you know, that they say it's like 50,000 songs a day on Spotify get <sighs> uploaded. So you're, you're up against 50,000. That's so crazy, a day. isn't it? Like, so <sighs> when you think about it like that, think about how many songs are going to these, these labels and stuff. Everything, yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Really is crazy. Need a big A and R team. Those labels. Yeah. yeah. But it, look, man, just email them. But yeah, well, it's uh, the only way you get, get in contact with them. Yeah, it, like, yeah. Just email, yeah. but get a good catalog of yep. music. You even know, a, don't, don't just email even, them um, one song. Yeah, email yeah, yeah. ten. A really, yeah. a really yeah, good demos one. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Sure. A really good one that I've actually found lately is um connecting with people on LinkedIn. So oh, it's like yeah. a little subconscious thing. Like so, hitting up like the A and R of something, connect with them on LinkedIn. If they accept, yeah, you know, then you can either you know you can be annoying and message them or whatever, yeah. or you can just let that be the seed planted. Yeah, and then if you ever go to an event or something like that where they're there and whatever, like, oh hey, I added you on LinkedIn or whatever, like yeah. I've seen what you do, all that kind of stuff, and then you know it's a little bit of a sneaky like seed planting thing. Yeah, and I for feel sure. like seed planting is pretty good as well. You know, yeah. just um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I did a little bit with um with like Heldens and Charmy and stuff, and those yeah. guys basically brought my career to where it is now. You yeah, know? that's sick. And um. That, that it's just such an interesting way to think about it because all you want to do is get a track signed. Yeah. But there's like a million different things that you got to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to get that confidence behind it, you know? Yeah. Um, I also wrote down here as a little point is, um, this is what Blake does really well. Um, create a brand that utilizes a medium to connect with people. Yep. So for example, like Blake and drifting and, and cars and Tokyo. I think he does. Um, yeah. You know, especially with um, his promotional material and stuff like that. And that that's what labels like. They like that originality in branding. Yeah, and, for sure. and they like for you to have like something that, that, that they, they might necessarily like about you too. Like I think Anjuna likes your branding and your style and, the combination of all those things together, you know. Mm. So there's there's a lot a lot to sort of think about when it comes to that man. Yeah, I have consistency, true. people. But um, <laughs> first and foremost, in the in the sound, yeah, in yeah. in the in what you're doing, have consistency. Yeah, and sure. social media, yeah, it's a plus if you're posting something consistent. Yeah, but um, you know, I always bring it back to the music. It's like we're artists here yeah. or DJs, and yep. it's like, what can you bring to the table? Yeah. Yeah. What can you bring? What's your brand? Like what, with the drifting thing? Like, oh, it started off with cars. Yeah, it was yeah. like driving music. Like I call it yeah. music, something you could drive to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then so it like sort of went to like boxing music with the brakes and stuff. Yeah. Like music you can box to. Um, and then now it's just like, I don't know, I'd call my sound like breakbeat. Yeah. 125 yeah. slow breakbeat. Yeah, breakbeat's epic. Um, the, the, the thing about the slower BPMs is mm. you can fit a little bit more of the sonic goodness yeah. into, the, into the beat. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, when yeah. you're playing with 140 stuff, it's quite hard to put a baseline in. Yeah, you know, drum and bass, of course, yeah. because it's half time. Yeah, can, yeah, you yeah. can do a lot. But when you start to push that four four, like kick, kick, yeah. kick, kick, pretty yeah. hard, it's quite hard to fit like all those elements in. Yeah, yeah. there's not much room. You should got to do all punchy stuff like duck dubstep, just bow, bow, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just a kick, right? Yeah, there's no yeah. room for a baseline. Yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah. You know, so mine's a bit slower. Um, mm. Always has been. For sure. But yeah, consistency in music is key. I mean, like that's what's going to separate you from the, the ordinary and yeah, that, that's what's going to get the fans um, 
loving you. I yeah, guess I, I guess the consistency, just to finish up, like the consistency does matter. Consistency does matter a lot too because yeah. labels want someone who's who is consistent. You know, because mm. they most likely want to work with you for a longer period of time. So like. Yeah, that, that consistency is very important too because if you're just bouncing, you're just genre bouncing, whatever, yeah, yeah. how is any label going to know if, if they're going to invest in you? you yeah. know, most labels invest a lot of money into it, you know. Yeah. So how are they going to guarantee that there's going to be a return on investment? You know, it's business. Business is business. Yeah. You know, and then who's this guy that just goes from like um, country music to like um, liquid drum and bass <laughs> to, to like, I don't know, like yeah. um, 160 BPM techno. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like the label will be like, wow. Huh? Yeah, confused. What are we going to do? You yeah. know, like this guy's yeah. releasing now a Moombaton track. Like what? <laughs> yeah. like, why? <laughs> it comes out of nowhere, eh? But it, it all, yeah. it all, it all comes like so closely together. Like, yeah. So it's definitely, that's a, that's a, that's a big point actually. Yeah, for one, sure. You know? Just, um, just finishing up. We're coming up on time. I think we've been talking for a good hour and a half. Yeah. It's not more now. Jesus. Yeah, it's time goes fast. Um, I, I just want to, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome having you guys on. Yeah. I just wanted to finish up with, do you guys have anything coming up that you want to tell people about that might be listening? Yeah. Um, plug yourself, anything like that. Yeah, next week. Anything? Next week, Carousel. Yeah, Carousel. In Sydney. It's a new club in Oxford Street. Yeah, right. 400 people. Um yeah, I'll be playing there. Fuck yeah. One thirty till 3. It's going to be a late one. Yeah. Um, lots of music coming <laughs> out later. shift. That's the best shift, bro. Man, <laughs> I think that club like opens at 10. So yeah, like right. none of my friends are going to come through, I don't think, <laughs> unless they're really like single or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, yeah. so that gig coming up, yep. check it out. Um, check out Anjuna Deep. Rocking yeah. the tea right here. I checked out some of the music the other day. Actually, it's sick. I yeah, they're a great label. Yeah. Um, lots of big stuff coming in yep. February. Yep. I hate people that say, oh, new stuff coming around the corner. <laughs> yeah. You hear it so many bloody times. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, yeah, uh, video game EP just came out. So, yeah. like, I remixed I saw that. the GoldenEye, the, yeah, the Super sick. Mario yeah, track, right. uh, Super Nintendo <laughs> track. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Super Metroid. It's some of my favorite games. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, that comes out on Spotify. Um, uh, on the twenty fourth too. Twenty fourth. So a bit of a bit of a launch party going on there, and um, and then we got Europe next year. So if, nice. big things ahead as the yeah for sure. Big things. Watch this space. Big things. Yeah, watch yeah. this space, mate. And what about you, Tommy boy? And um, on the twenty fourth, if you want to meet Tommy B, um, I'll be at Blake's event. <laughs> oh, you can um, be yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Are you that single? <laughs> <laughs> I am now, bro. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, my next gig is on uh, 9th of December at Newcastle uh, King Street, yeah. and uh, yeah, that's going to be a lit one. That that club is that club is always good. So yeah, expecting a good turnout there. Hopefully, no punch-ons in the Maccas <laughs> car park afterwards, um, which is which is telltale to exactly yeah. every single time I play there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, I, I'm Tom Budin as well. Um, you can find me soundcloud.com slash Tom Budin music. Um, yep. Everything's basically just slash Tom Budin. So you'll find it. You can Google it as well. And um, yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm planning a lot of stuff for next year. So there's a lot of stuff I'm keeping under, under wraps that, that I'm hoping to bring, bring to the table next year. So yeah, should Sweet be really though. good. Legend. Blake 08 and Tom Boone. Blake 08. What are we calling this? What's the podcast name? Uh, I was thinking uh, something along the lines of backstage talks or something. Something along with being behind the scenes. Behind backstage the music, banter. B- behind the tunes, bro. Yeah. I'm, behind I'm the tunes. That's, a, that's a, Behind the track. Behind, behind the beats. Yeah. Behind the, we'll yeah. figure it out once, once it goes up. But yeah. thank you very much for coming on, boys. It was a pleasure. Yeah, Keen to hear your sets. Um, if you want to check out the sets, we will link them somewhere on the podcast or wherever yeah. it's posted. So. Keen, keen to see what these boys bring out in the next Oh yeah, minutes. boys. Uh, let's Shells. go. Thank Get you for having us on. You? Okay. Wait, Shells. other way around. Sorry, boys. Have you introduced yourself yet? You might. Have you guys introduced yourself? Uh, I don't oh. really care about my stuff. My, my minotaur. <laughs> 
that's my that's my DJ name now. Minotaur. I'd make dubstep. Yeah. Hectic. Cool. He's, a He's a king. <laughs> How do you even spell that, bros? Uh, Minotaur. So M I N O O T A U R. There you go. Yeah. Man, it's man, like you know the Greek Greek half man half ball. Ma- Manator. Minotaur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minotaur. 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 Yeah, Minotaur. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's like verification. Yeah, but yeah, I'm making some new stuff. I've got a um, 2024 showcase out now. I released it yesterday. Some really heavy, heavy stuff, some drum and bass, but yeah. Showcase. But yeah, Chris, I guess yeah. um, obviously don't want to plug yourself too much, but um, let the guys know what you do. And um, All I care about is this podcast <laughs> and the live sets. So if you're listening to this, right, we'll you're, you already got what I what I want. Yeah, so, true. Um, Hopefully yeah, we're all good guys. This is our uh, first time doing a podcast. Watch the sets, <laughs> listen to the podcast. We'll have these boys back on in the future to see what they're doing in the new year. Let's go. Legends. Thank you. Thank Legends. you, fellas. Cheers. Oh.